Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glennie Show with myself, Glennie Hughes. I have to tell you, that was the fourth time that I had to record that itty-bitty piece. I am at, uh, well, just finished day three of Symphony of Possibilities with Dr. Dane here in Washington. Oh my fucking God. This class, I mean, I probably say this about every class, and this class has... Oh, it's just beyond words. So much so, I'm not sure how well I'll do recording this show tonight. And it felt really yummy to record it. And maybe some of this delicious energy uh, you guys could receive as I'm talking also. Because, uh, wow. <sighs> just wow. I really don't even have words for the class. Just, just wow. <laughs> so, what we're going to talk about is... What is the poverty distracting you from? And I know I talk about this in lots of different ways. I talk about distraction all the time. And maybe you've listened in before. Maybe you don't agree with me. Maybe you uh, want to make it, you know, whatever you're choosing financially really significant. And you can. And another possibility could be that you are distracting yourself from something greater. And this is what occurs for, I almost said all of us, I can't say that for sure, but for so many of us, is that there's something greater, we know there's something greater, there's another possibility, we know there's another possibility, and because no one else around us, or very few people around us are choosing it, we distract ourselves from choosing greater, and I mean, I'm talking about money in this radio show, but please, you guys, know that any area of your life that you're struggling with, that there's an issue, that there's a problem, uh, where it's not what you'd like it to be, whatever that is, just check in. Like, what am I distracting myself with this? Because if you had, if you allowed your life to be as ease and joy and glory as is actually possible for you, and I mean, I say you, but I, believe me, I'm talking to me too. We would be so freaking different. And the problem is, we already feel so different. And most of us have been made so wrong for it our entire life. If not from our parents, then from other people around us and maybe our friends' parents growing up or grandparents or teachers or whoever. Anybody who wasn't okay with their difference were not okay with our difference. So we would become wrong for it. Now, they're not wrong for it. That was a choice they made. And we're not wrong for going along with their crazy with that. Because now, right now, what we have available is the choice to choose something different. Yeah. Yeah. And at least for me, and maybe some of you will, will get the sense of this too, or I've already got the sense of this, is it's more available now than it's ever been. 
I'm more aware of the possibilities now. And I don't mean aware in terms of I could make a list like that, not not uh, not that aware type, that type of awareness. But energetically, I am more aware of what's possible now than I've ever been. So when we look at something that we would define as a problem, if we stop defining it as a problem, and we recognize that there might be something for us in it, there might be either a distraction, like where we're actually stopping ourselves. So maybe let's say with with um, the poverty, you know, if in that, when I say poverty, I don't necessarily mean that you don't have money. Whatever that poverty is, it may not be that you have the money, the amount of money you would like, or maybe you only ever create just enough, or maybe you create excess and then you create a big bill to uh, take up that excess, like whatever that poverty is for you. And you know, poverty doesn't even have to be about money at all. You could be a multi-billionaire, but feel poverty stricken in kindness or love or relationship or whatever it is. It's like if you if you look beyond that distraction, it's like, you know, when you're um, if you've ever had to give medicine to a baby or something and you want to kind of sneak it in while they're not really paying attention. Uh, and I'm not sure that's what people do. I might be making that up. Please, please. No, I do not have children of my own. So, you know, um, <laughs> maybe you don't do this to babies. <laughs> But in my head, what I'm seeing is like, you know, you're playing with a, oh, I know, we'll use this. This this sounds less harmful. <laughs> but you know when you're playing like airplane with the kid because you're feeding them and, you know, you're flying the spoon around and then you're, you know, putting, it's like, it's kind of like that where we're, we're distracting ourselves. The problem is in our case, we're distracting ourselves with something that doesn't actually create greater. So if you're willing to be honest with yourself, you're willing to um, be present. Because you don't want to look at it and piece it apart and be all significant and drama trauma about it. You just want to be aware of it. Like, wow, okay, so, so if I didn't choose poverty or if I didn't choose to distract myself with it, like what then? What would I do? Like, look at how much time uh, you put into stuff that isn't working or is, I'm using air quotes, problems. Like, what actually would you create if you never put energy into that stuff again? (laughs) Right? Like, yeah, because, I mean, I can perceive, and of course for myself too, and also, like, that, that confusion, that oh my gosh, I'll have to do so much more that that's impossible. That's like, there's all of these energies that come up with that. So imagine, like imagine if you, if you never, ever, ever thought about money from the less than energy again. So I don't mean like you don't pay bills or that stuff, but you don't, you're not going into the drama trauma with money. You're just, you're, you're being present. You're taking care of what's required. You're bringing in way more than you need and never enough. And you know, you've got the money thing going. Then what? Yeah. Now you might've went straight to another problem. Like, oh, well then I can put my time and energy on this problem or that problem or, you know, and what if... What if all of those problems are just a really cute way to distract you? 
And I mean, it could be something simple in terms of changing it in the moment that you become aware of it is like, okay, so if I didn't have this problem, or if I didn't buy the lie that I have this problem, what magic could I be? Like, what if you just start allowing it to be that ease? And another way to word a question, like, you know, in that sense, uh, and it's a question that my sweet friend uh, Tanya had told me about, oh, I don't know if it was a year, maybe even two years ago, and I still use it, is what greatness is this inviting me to? So if you have a problem, what greatness is this inviting me to? Like, I am... I am getting a sense of, you know, really honestly how to put it into words, but like a sense of how much the universe has our back. And when I say our, I mean yours too. And if you're like disagreeing with me, that's totally cool. But just know you're right. (laughs) You know, you can fight for your limitation all you would like, but you are right in that fight for your limitation, you are right. And so, you know, just even humor me for a moment while I talk about this, but the things that have occurred in your life, like, can you get a sense of the greatness it was inviting you to? Now, you maybe didn't choose it, and that's okay too. There's no wrongness. The universe isn't like keeping track. Be like, man, I sent Susie 4,200 and seven times to choose greatness and she hasn't chose it so I'm not hanging out with her anymore you know the universe doesn't have those points of views (laughs) so so if you just be with that and then acknowledge the times where where they where the universe did have your back yeah when things did work out that created greater but When I say created greater, I don't mean worked out the way you decided that they should, because that's not always the case. In fact, (laughs) let's be honest, a lot of the times what occurs isn't what we would see as a greatness. And this is why we go to questions, especially the question, of course, these questions are from Access Consciousness uh, and Symphony of Possibilities, Dr. Dane here that I've talked about. uh, Those are Access Consciousness. Uh, Well, not those are. (laughs) Uh, Dane facilitates classes in Access Consciousness. Symphony of Possibilities is one of those classes also. There's so many classes. Uh, Get your butt to a bars class. That's the first one. Get your butt to a foundation class. uh, And then get your butt to a Symphony of Possibilities, which um, I believe there's other things you need to do in between there. But anyway, check it out uh, accessconsciousness.com so the question that I was going to talk about when you're going into something seeming as like the most horrific thing ever or doesn't even have to like an inconvenience or you're frustrated what's right about this I'm not getting yeah what's right about this I'm not getting and you may not have an awareness of what's right about it and it's even better not to look for one just be willing to ask the question be willing to be the space of you know that this is working out for you you know the universe has your back now you may need to take action like I'm not saying you just sit on the couch and wait for something to occur like let's say you're you don't have enough money coming up to pay your rent no you don't want to sit on your couch and just the universe has my back uh, because you know that job application that somebody dropped off for you that you picked up last week or the job thing that you saw in the newspaper or on Facebook or whatever, yeah, 
you, those could also be the universe having your back, you know, letting you know, hey, there's another possibility here. And then that that requires action. So please, 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 this is where, where I would say where I really mistook. And, you know, I can't say for sure because I didn't study it long enough. I don't have enough experience with it. But I did the law of attraction. I followed kind of the secret. Uh, I would say my version of the secret in the different books that I read and the way that I took that was very much, you just hope <laughs> and dream and uh, imagine and it will show up. And <clears throat> to me, the piece I didn't get, which whether it was said or not, I can't say for sure, but was the action piece. And it's the piece that I would say, once I started studying access consciousness in 2011, I actually really embraced that piece. And so I really have changed so many areas. Oh, I've changed every area of my life with these tools. And they can they get continuously better and better. It's not, I don't stop. Uh, and that was the missing piece for me. So when you're looking at that in terms of, you know, knowing the universe has your back, it might be having your back through you getting a job to get that money in the account to pay the bills. Or it might be to you um, going bankrupt. Like, what if, what if that's part of it? And what if you're not wrong for that? Like, I think it was last week I did a radio show uh, about not being wrong. Um, or maybe two weeks ago, it doesn't matter. <laughs> all the times, every all of time right now is kind of running together. But just recognizing that sometimes that's what's required. So what if you're not wrong? And what action can you take? And what is it distracting you from? What greatness is it inviting you into? What if you're not wrong for what's going on right now? Like, what if it's just something else? Yeah. And if you find that you like to play, uh, I often use the analogy of playing in the toilet, dissecting your poo, finding out if you had corn yesterday or tomatoes, you know, going through all the problems. Like, if that's more fun for you than just flushing it and choosing something else, <laughs> that's great information for you, too. Because then there's some sort of something that you're getting out of playing with those problems. And that's not wrong. It's not wrong. It just often takes you acknowledging it. And also what we've been talking about this whole time is like, what is it distracting you from? If you weren't piecing apart your poop in the toilet, what could you be creating? And what is that for you? There, to me... This is my, this is my world, <laughs> this is my reality, is there are things that only each one of us can be or do or create. Now, there are things that, um, you know, so I, I facilitate the access consciousness bars and foundation and, and my own specialty classes using the tools. Now, I facilitate bars. There's hundreds of other facilitators that facilitate bars. Now, I'm the only one who can do it the way that I do it. So that's one aspect, but there's other things too. There are things that only I can create. There are things that only I know about that I can create. And same with you. So if you weren't piecing apart the poo in the toilet, I know it's a horrible analogy, guys. I get it. But it also starts to really get you paying attention when maybe you're driving the kids to school and you're thinking about this problem, let's say, with your spouse that analogy might, you know, really pop into your head is, oh my gosh, am I just looking for the corn in the poo right now? Like, 
who the fuck cares about this problem? And then the question becomes, I know I've given questions already, but then the question when you're ready to go beyond it is what would I like to create now? And this is where I see myself included get into problems. No, here we go, get into problems. But because when I go, okay, well, what would you like to create? So get back into the energy of you, you know, driving the kids to school and you're playing with the poo that the, me, you and your spouse just had a fight and they don't agree with something with the kids' schoolwork or something. And, and then, you know, let's, let's say I came across the, the airwaves and I said, what would you like to create? And you for a lot of people go, well, I don't know. (laughs) And that becomes a pickle because you want to, you want to be aware of that. You want to be looking at that. And that's not a question that anybody really asks us because our focus is to be on the problem. Because you see, when we're distracted with problems, we are controllable. When we are distracted with problems, we are controllable. You take a moment with that, my sweet friends. Because I am. (laughs) Because I kind of really just got the energy of that for the first time. Because I think I've always really done it, um, like, separate. You know, a problem and kind of go within. But what I'm recognizing now is as a whole as a whole, and I don't mean kind of from conspiracy theory, but like as a whole, we are controllable when we're distracted. So then that's how most of us have learned is to look at the problem, focus on the problem, deal with the problem, dissect the problem, figure the problem out. And really ultimately all that's required is what would I like to create? So you're driving along, you're frustrated with your spouse, you go into, okay, what would I like to create? And you're like, oh man, you know what? I'd like to create a relationship with them that is kind and nurturing and honoring. Yeah. And all of a sudden that problem either becomes really insignificant or the energy of the possibilities of of what's required to change it will present themselves. We're going back now to the universe having your back. Now, with that said, the universe will have your back, (laughs) guess what, in whatever way you ask it to. So if you would like the universe to continuously show you what's wrong and how your marriage could be better, it will. Because it won't judge you. It will just follow through with whatever you ask for. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's just, it just, yeah, wow. And again, it's day three of SOV, so. (laughs) Yeah, okay. On that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, 
Contact her for the possibilities. GlennysHughes.com Did you know that Glennys travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net the Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GlenniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about what is your poverty distracting you from? And of course, any limitation. What is your limitation distracting you from? And we were talking at the end of last break about how the universe has your back in whatever way you would like it to. So if you would like it to show you more problems, more suffering, more dis-ease, it totally has your back. And if you're interested in it showing you possibilities and spaciousness and ease, It'll have your back in that way too, but it's up to you. Like, it's not that you could say right now, hey, that's what I'll have more of. I'm going to have the universe have my back showing me more possibilities. And then go over to your friend's house and spend two hours talking about how much money you don't have or how many problems you have or any of that. It really will uh, interact with you in the way that you're interacting in the world. What are you asking for? Like, truly, what are you asking for? (sighs) And I know I talk about this all the time. Why? Because sometimes it takes us a while. Sometimes, you know, we don't get it until we get it. And sometimes it takes us a while to hear something, to really look at where are we doing that? Where is that conversation about lack and problems more valuable? And maybe there's certain people. Maybe there's somebody in your life who has been in your life for a long time and you've got a history with them and they're way more interested in problems. So when you visit with them, you go down that road. And that's not wrong. It's not wrong at all. You just want to be aware of it. And you want to look at, does that work? And I don't mean that you have to end relationships. That's not what I mean at all. And I know a lot of people, when they start choosing more consciousness, in whichever way that looks, it may not be access consciousness classes, maybe it's Reiki classes or it's uh, tarot reading classes or whatever, it doesn't matter. They often start to separate from people. And from consciousness, 
at least the way that we define it in access consciousness, it's judges nothing, allows everything. So if somebody would like to talk about how horrible the world is, that's okay. That's their choice. Now what you do get to choose is, does that work for you to be a part of that? And don't assume it's a no. Because there may be times that it does. There may be times that it does. It's not wrong. And what if you do it from spaciousness? What if you listen from no point of view? I mean, what possibility could that be? Like, get a sense of that. Get a sense of somebody in your life, maybe somebody you actually really care about, that maybe that's what they do more often than not. And maybe you've judged them for doing that. Get a sense of what is possible if you be with them in wherever they're being with no point of view. Yeah. Like it takes the charge away. And this this one took me a long time, uh, especially with hubby. Uh, years ago, he was working, uh, and I mean, not that he, he loved his job, he loved what he did, but there was the office politics and just different things at work and things that he's got, you know, he's got a very uh, different idea of how some things should be done in that workplace and they weren't being done. And I would get so frustrated when he would come home and he would be negative. This is air quotes negative. And I would be so frustrated with him and I would be so air quotes, negative back to him about how he needed to uh, be more positive and he needed to not be so negative and didn't he understand what he was creating with all those negative thoughts. And and again, this is how I was using the law of attraction, uh, but it really, (laughs) good grief, all it was doing was creating separation between him and I when I would do that. And honestly, who was being negative? Like truly, who was being negative in that situation? It was me. I'm judging him. So start learning access, the access consciousness tools. Start learning about allowance, which is interesting point of view where you have no point of view. And I stopped. Well, <laughs> it wasn't like it was overnight, let me tell you. But I started using the tool, interesting point of view, I have that point of view, over and over and over. And yeah, all of a sudden, those stories stopped. But it didn't matter because I didn't have a point of view about them. But the other thing, the other magic of that was because I didn't have a point of view about them, I didn't offer the resistance. And I think that's what had started uh, probably years earlier when I started studying law of attraction and those sorts of things. He would say something, I would resist, and there was kind of this energy dynamic of... um, Well, (laughs) I don't even want to define it, but it wasn't creating greater. And that was kind of, I don't know if I'd call it an addiction, but that was the, that's, that's what we did. So then when I took that away, it's like, it's like changing it. It's like, oh, then it didn't matter. And there was so much more space because I also stopped projecting that he was wrong. And that's huge. (laughs) You know, think of yourself. If you're not told you're wrong anymore by somebody who's constantly telling you you're wrong, that is huge. And then what I noticed is my lack of telling him how wrong he was started creating 
him not telling me how wrong I was. Like it was just this huge gift of more and more spaciousness and allowance. Are we perfect? No. (laughs) Is there times I still judge him or say things or him, me? Of course. And what would it take for that never to be a choice again? And it's also changed dramatically. So if you're willing to have no point of view, even about your own, okay? It's like, remember, consciousness includes everything and judges nothing, which means even your own crazy. So if you are being, and I keep using air quotes with negative because of course we know nothing's negative, nothing's positive. Um, But if we be that, like what if we be that for each other? And that reminder that we're not wrong, just for us. Like, I'm not wrong, you're not wrong. And if you hear somebody talking about how wrong they are, don't try to defend them, you know, defend it and and make them see how right they are or that they're not wrong. Like, what if you have allowance for that too? Because then, to me, it's that spaciousness. Once I have that space then I'm aware of what I can choose. So if somebody's telling me I'm wrong (laughs) and I'm buying it as real, there's less space. Somebody telling me I'm right and I'm buying it as real, there's less space there also. So what if truly everything was an interesting point of view? Yeah. What if poverty was an interesting point of view? (sighs) Oh my gosh. Like, are you willing to look at that? What, whatever that poverty is for you, and I know I talked earlier, it doesn't have to be money. So whatever that is, and maybe it is money. What if it's not wrong? Like, are you willing to be interesting point of view with that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so bring that up right now. Let's do it together. Let's use this tool together. Knowing you may not be familiar with it, so I'll walk you through it. Um, But just take a moment right now and bring up the energy of whatever it is for you. It might be a money thing, might be a relationship thing, a body thing. Just bring up one thing and and intensify that energy. And now all you do with that energy intense, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Now, I know I did that longer than I would normally do it, but I just wanted to give you a sense of it because you might have noticed you did it a few times and then you went off thinking about something else or uh, wondering if it was working or, you know, something like that. And this is often what occurs because that tool works so quickly. And basically all you're doing is acknowledging It's just an interesting point of view. It's not true. It's not real. It's literally just an interesting point of view. And I like to leave that space in between saying it because to me it gives it a moment to actually energetically process it. Like interesting point of view, I have that point of view. 
<sighs> interesting point of view. I have that point of view. And over and over, in your head, out loud, whatever works. And my thing that I say in my classes to people is please, please just say it to you. Please don't say it out loud to other people because it's such an unkindness. That's actually most of the time when people say it out loud to somebody, they're actually using the tool against that person. Because it's not their interesting point of view. If somebody says to you, there's not enough money to go around, and you have a reaction to that, that's your interesting point of view. To, to interesting point of view. <laughs> but what I see people do is they learn this tool and then, then they start using it as a dagger. So please just use it. If you hear, if somebody says that to you and it, it, it bothers you or you don't like that they said it or you wish they didn't have that point of view, interesting point of view, the shit out of you. <laughs> Smile and nod at them because <laughs> um, it's, it's not their point of view for you to, to clear. It's for you to clear whatever your reaction is to whatever their point of view is. Now, that doesn't mean you might not have a conversation with somebody. Maybe you're whoever it is, is willing to have that conversation. You can say, hey, you know what? Here's this thing that I learned. Here's a tool. Uh, you know, I'm happy to share it with you if like more information or, you know, give them the choice about it. But just be aware of that. So, yes, yes, yes. So going back to like, what is the poverty distracting you from? What is the problem distracting you from? Like, what would you like to create? What, what greatness is it distracting you from? Because what if you were, what if you were so potent and so powerful that you had to slow you down, you had to dumb you down uh, to fit into this reality? Like, what if that's a thing? <laughs> And I mean, you know for you, so does that feel lighter when I say that? Does that feel heavier? If it's lighter, it's true for you. If it's heavier, it's a lie for you. And then you can look at those things individually and check in. You know, is there, you can even ask, you know, is there a potency here that I'm distracting myself with? Because what potencies are, it's, it's like an energy, it's like a capacity. Uh, there are things that we can do, uh, be. And what occurs is that if we don't acknowledge that we be those things, then we end up using them against ourselves. So if you don't acknowledge that you have capacities with money, then you may always create problems with money. Because you haven't acknowledged those capacities. And most people would say, well, <laughs> I can't possibly have capacities with money. I don't have any, or I never have enough, or whatever it is. It's like, yeah. And that's where we would just want to ask a question. Like, Truth, do you have capacities with money? Yeah. And if you get a yes, then you can look at, okay, so what capacities am I refusing? with this crazy with money, with not enough, with this, all this debt, like whatever it is, what capacities am I refusing? And capacities aren't something tangible that we can make a list. Like you have this capacity with money and this capacity with bodies and this capacities with, you know, the weather. Um, most capacities don't have words for them. So you can just be asking every day, universe, show me the capacities that I be with money, that I be with bodies, that I be with the weather, whatever it is. Show me the capacities that I be. And then once you get the energy of them, start acknowledging them. 
you know, because that's, that, that's when you stop using them against you because you're like, oh my gosh, every time I get to five cents in the bank, I always, always at the last minute have enough money. And you might say, that's not a capacity to Glenice, that's horrible. What if it is a capacity? And what if it's a capacity that once you start acknowledging it, you could actually get to, I don't know, $500,000 in the bank, and that's when the, you know, a whole bunch of money comes in? Like, what if the five cents is just the way you've been choosing it? And once you acknowledge the capacity, what if you could choose it different? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and would you be willing? Would you be willing to have $500,000 in the bank and receive more. <laughs> Are you willing to be that different? Are you willing to not fit in? Are you willing to stop telling the stories about the poverty? Whatever area or areas that you're choosing poverty, would you be willing to stop the stories? Yeah. Because how much is possible with that? With that alone, stopping those stories. Because the thing with stories is that you have to prove yourself right. So if you have the story, which is a story I had for the majority of my life, nobody likes me. That was the story. I had more proof about that story than probably any other story. I could write a book on all of the proof that I had that nobody likes me. But guess what? It's not true. It's just that when we tell a story to ourselves or to anybody else, we have to prove it right. Because we're so afraid of being wrong. So it's possible that along with giving up stories is the willingness to be wrong. Yeah, because you know what? You're not wrong anyway. You've never been wrong. You'll never be wrong. And if you stop making it significant, then it won't bother you. And you won't tell the stories about how right you are because you'd be willing to be wrong. Be like, oh yeah, that's right. I am wrong. La-di-da. I'm going to go on my merry way, you know, creating this freaking awesome life while you tell me how wrong I am. And we'll see <laughs> how much I don't let it affect me anymore. Like, you know, what if we just be that on the planet? Be like, yeah, you're totally right. I'm wrong. Look at me over here creating way more than you. And not, uh, not that it has to be about what you're creating in terms of like more than somebody. But like really, if we stop letting that, we stop letting the judgment distract us. Be like, yeah, you're right. I am crazy. Yeah, you're right. I am weird. Yeah, you're right. I am wrong. Say this along with me, my friends. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. You are right and I am wrong. <laughs> and I know, I know, guys, this is, I talk about this in the classes and sessions all the time and people struggle with this more than probably anything else because we have really, really, really done everything we could to avoid being wrong. And guess what? If we stop avoiding it, but also stop buying that is true. Just because somebody says you're wrong doesn't mean fuck all does not mean fuck all. Let them have that point of view. Remember our happy tool? Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Let them have that. Yep, you're right. I'm wrong. 
And I'm going to be so wrong being happy over here and rich and wealthy and having so much fun. But you're right, I'm wrong. No, that's that's kind of defensive. So don't do it from that energy. But like, really, really be willing to be wrong. Be willing to get out of the stories. Be willing to create the magical life and living beyond what you've never imagined possible. Yes. Okay. On that note, we're going to head to break. We'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking all about what is the poverty distracting you from? And if you didn't distract yourself, what could you create? What is it that you came here to create? And I don't mean from the significance of what's your purpose, but really, what did you come here to create? And maybe it's what you've created already. That's awesome. And my, my sense is that for each one of us, myself included, is that we are aware of something else that is possible. And it's easy to get caught up in the drama trauma, especially with the way social media is now. I mean, I'm so old (laughs) that I remember a life before social media. I really do. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love social media. If you guys are my friends on Facebook or follow me on Instagram, whatever, you know, I love it. I utilize it. I play with it. I receive from it. I gift to it totally. And... I also am so aware of how much of a distraction it can be and can really intensify the energy of separation. Really make it seem like we don't have our shit together and everybody else on the planet does. And 
what if we just drop that bullshit? What if we stop distracting ourselves? What if we look at what is real and true for us and only we know for us? You know, you can listen to these radio shows, you can take classes, all of that, and that will invite you to the space of knowing for you and you still need to know for you. You still need to be present with what is light for you or what you know to be true, however you read your awareness, for you. So when we look at it, I mean, I talk about all the different ways and things you could be distracting yourself. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Uh, all the things you could be distracting yourself with in terms of the poverty. Only you know what is, what is the one for you. And we might not have even discussed it. Maybe there'd be something else. Maybe one of these questions will have sparked something else for you. It could be a godzillion things. What's most important is that one, you recognize <laughs> that it's just a distraction. Yeah, that it's just a distraction. And what would you like to create? Like truly, what would you like to create? Now, sometimes with that question, there aren't words. And I get that. And sometimes I poke people in classes when they say, well, it's just an energy. And it comes up actually a lot in what I would say in these classes in the Symphony of Possibilities, because at least twice a day, we will partner and Dane will give us a question to ask the person um, in whatever way, basically, you know, here's the thing, what, what, would you, what can I contribute? Or what would you like to change? And a lot of times people will say, oh, it's just an energy. Now, that can be true, don't get me wrong, and sometimes it's more of a way of not being, not choosing to be present with what is, or what they'd like to ask for. You know, if they're, let's say they're, they're choosing poverty, they're choosing less than what they'd like to with money, but a lot of people won't say that, especially in classes like this, maybe, I, I shouldn't say, like, in my experience, because it's like, that's not, that's not a conscious thing to ask for. And even Dane talked about that today, you know, in terms of like, if you'd really just like some money, why aren't you asking for money? Well, you can't do that. That's, that's, you know, unconscious. <laughs> Remember, consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. And that includes money or whatever it is. Maybe somebody just wants to have more sex. Like more yummy, delicious, orgasmic sex. Like what about that? So that's the thing when you look at like what you'd like to create, be willing to be honest with you about that. Now it doesn't mean you have to post it on Facebook or Instagram or tell any about anybody about it, but be willing to be honest with you. Because again, we go back to the need to be right. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't tell the person that I, I would like more money because they, you know, who knows what definition you have about that person. Maybe you've decided they've got it all figured out or maybe you're getting a session with Dane and you've decided he's got it all figured out. So, I mean, you can't tell him that you haven't made your car payment for three months or something like that. Like, and what if you could? Like, truly, what if you could? What if you would be willing to ask for what you'd like? But even before that, be clear with you of what you would like. Like, what... What would that take? What sort of vulnerability with you would that take? To where you go, yeah, you know what? I would just like ease with money. 
And we can put a number on it. We can do all that. And that's awesome too. And ultimately, what is it? Ease with money? Peace with money? More money than you can spend? Never enough? $20,000? What is that for you? And it'll be different possibly every time you look at it. But be willing to be aware of what that is for you. And then the other thing, and I kind of talked about this before, but is like if you find that you don't have an awareness of what you would like to create, please acknowledge that because that is some great information for you. I would take more time with that thing (laughs) in that situation. So again, using the example of, you know, spinning in your crazy about the upset with the spouse and then you ask yourself, okay, what would I like to create here? And you've got nothing. Then I would take, you know, 10 minutes at, at lunchtime, go into the bathroom stall or go somewhere where you're by yourself and just, just look at what would you like to create? Because a lot of times what I see myself do or other people do is we go into, okay, like as soon as you ask yourself or somebody asks you the question, you become aware Hmm, I don't know, probably, possibly not all the time, but you can become aware of the infinite possibilities. But then what occurs is we go, oh my gosh. So we become aware of the infinite possibilities within the marriage, and then we do the conclusion of, but they would never do that, and they're jerks like that, so that would never, ha-. like we start, we start asking from the conclusion of what we've decided is possible based on our experience. <laughs> So what if you bypass that? Like, and, and it might come up, but just be like, okay, you know what? If everything was possible here, what could I create? If I was willing to be the magic of me, what could I create? Like, bypass that crazy. Because it's just crazy. You don't have to, you don't have to make it real. You don't have to uh, pretend that it has any sort of significance because it actually doesn't. It's like, hey, what... If I wasn't buying this lie right now, yeah, what could I create? What could I ask for? Yeah. And then we go back to the energy. Are you willing for it to be that ease? Are you willing for life to be that ease, that joy, and that glory? Oh, my goodness. How does it get any better than that? And if you're not, that's okay too. It's not a judgeable offense, but just acknowledge it. Just be like, you know what? My life was ease and joy and glory. My family would never talk to me again. I was laughing last weekend. I was at my parents' house uh, and there was some other siblings. I have four sisters and uh, four brother-in-laws. And so there were some other family members there in my parents' vehicles and my new car and mine is an Audi, and <laughs> so there was like all these Chevs and Fords and my Audi, and, or sorry, I think they were all Fords maybe, I can't remember, they were all one brand except for my Audi, and, and my niece just made a kind of a comment about that being like one of them, you know, doesn't kind of fit type of thing, like they're all, all the same except for one, and, <laughs> and I just chuckled in my head to myself at like, that's kind of way, the way it is. And what I love so much about my family, even though, you know, we've all got our crazy, um, is that it's okay. Like, none of them make me wrong for that. 
they don't make me write for it. It's just like, yeah, that's what she does. The only time is in the last car. So I was driving an Audi before that I just sold. Um, the only thing that my mom has ever said to me was it was a gray Audi. It was, it was, it was okay, but it was gray. And she said, you know, <laughs> the color just doesn't suit you. And she wasn't doing that from it's wrong, but just out of, you know, I had a red car. I had, I think a white one, um, I had another color. What the heck was that? Oh, burgundy. That was a kind of like a ready burgundy type one. Uh, and then this gray one. And she's like, it's just really plain for you. <laughs> well, now I've got a dragon orange. <laughs> That's the name of it, dragon orange. So I call her my magic dragon. And I adore her. And it was just, it was just one of those things that I thought, yeah, that's what, you know, one of these doesn't fit with the other. And it's okay. Now, there's going to be some families where that's not okay, where maybe there's going to be the wrongness of it, and that's, that's okay, too. What if you're okay with that? What if your interesting point of view with that? What if you get what you'd like to? You know, what if when you go car shopping, if you really would like a Toyota and everybody else drives a Ford or vice versa or whatever it is, or maybe you don't want a car, maybe you want a motorbike, like whatever it might be. What if you be okay with what you'd like and you just interesting point of view yourself about their stuff? Because otherwise you're letting them choose for you. You're letting your, their judgment control you. And then that's when we get mad and that's when we get pissy and that's when we get resentful <laughs> instead of just being like, hey, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. You're Ford or Chev or Toyota or Audi or BMW or Maserati or whatever. You're, you're right. And I'm wrong. And you enjoy driving whatever you've got. Like it's I mean, it just sounds so simple. I know. And what if it actually is? Like, what if when we make it hard or we make it difficult or we make it hard to use the tools or we make like, what if that's just another way to distract us from choosing our greatness, from being our greatness? And we don't have to choose or be our greatness in a way that makes someone else less. That's not actually choosing or being great, your greatness ever. If somebody else is, is less than or if you're, you're projecting that someone else is less than, based on what you're choosing, that's not choosing from greatness. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> that's the extent of my vocabulary. That's just stupid. Because <laughs> a lot of times people don't even have to know. And this is the other thing that's just so ridiculous to me is that we often go, oh, I can't have that much money. You know, what would my family say? Or it's like, how do they have to know? And that's usually what I'll say to people in classes is like, do your parents still have access to your bank account? And they'll be like, of course not. And then I'm like, then they won't know. Like, nobody has to know. Now, yes, if you start going out and, I don't know, buying a private jet and stuff, they might clue in. But guess that? Even that's an interesting point of view. <sighs> I know. What if everything truly is an interesting point of view? Like that tool, my friends, you cannot use that tool an, as enough in my interesting point of view. There, there is not, um, there's not a place I would say personally that that tool has not worked for me ever. Like it is so, because even with physical stuff, and, and some of you have heard me talk about this before, it was like, 
physical stuff going on and and running interesting point of view it takes the judgment of you having that physical stuff off which to me is huge in changing it because if you take the judgment of it because most of us judge we shouldn't have aches or pains or headaches or illness or disease or whatever it might be you take that off man what else is truly truly possible all right, I want to invite you to some upcoming classes. We have Access Bars co-facilitated with Sweet Carrie in Lloydminster, Saskatchewan slash Alberta, April 5th. Then April 6th and 7th, we are having the How to Change Anything with Ease, an online class and also in person in Lloydminster. So you can join us online or in person. April 8th to the 29th is if you would like to work with me one-to-one it's 21 days to creating the impossible it's a personal intensive you get three sessions with me one each week uh, lots of other awesomeness if you haven't got an email about it just reach out I will send it your way then April 24th access bars at my house in Sherwood Park or just outside of Sherwood Park April 25th to the 28th is foundation and it's the new foundation my sweet friends the manual is ready uh, so also at my house then exponentializing your capacities with energies in Helmstad, Sweden, May 8th. I am so excited. Uh, and then May 9th to 12th is Foundation, also in Helmstad, Sweden. Then exponentializing your capacities with energies in Kerry, Ireland, May 18th and 19th. That one is only in person, guys. So join me there. Then Bars and Foundation in Sitka, Alaska, July 22nd to 26th. Then the pool party bars and foundation at our acreage August 1st to the 5th when the pool is open. Yay! Uh, and then access bars and foundation in Lloydminster, uh, October 3rd for bars and then 4th to 7th to foundation. Then Las Vegas, Nevada, October 23rd to 27th for foundation. Well, bars is the 23rd, foundation is the 24th to the 27th. And then in Toronto, Ontario one day exponentializing your capacities with energies in May of 2020 and then after that we will follow up with the four-day foundation and I know that sounds a million years away but it's not it's going to come up here shortly uh, and of course there's all sorts of awesomeness that I do online and yeah so if you're not on my email list you might want to get there uh, it you can find out more information at glennysehughes.com all right, so if you weren't distracting yourself, what greatness could you create? What greatness could you be? What so far outside of this reality could you be? What can you create that no one else can create? That the world requires? Yeah. What contribution can you be that no one else can be? What space can you be that no one else can be? If you didn't distract yourself, what magic could you create? What's asking to be created by you? What, ask, what is asking to be created through you? And it doesn't mean, when I talk about creating something, it doesn't mean you have to create it from, say, like a business standpoint. You know what? You smiling at somebody, that's a creation right there you smiling you saying hello to somebody i mean i i talk in classes about people who 
you know, lots of times the venue's in a hotel and maybe there's cleaning staff in the hallway or something. And, uh, you know, I'll say to the people, do you realize that most people on the planet don't smile and say hello to the people in the hallway? And it doesn't have to be just cleaners. It could be other people hanging out at that hotel or whatever. Most people don't say hello. And that's so unusual in our world. That is so bizarre to us, but that's how different we are. So you saying hello to somebody is a brilliant creation. That could be the thing that changed their day. And I've had that done. I've been, you know, in a space and just cranky and somebody's like, wow, I really love your hair. I really love your glasses or whatever. And it's like, oh, there's just something in that. And what if that's what we be? And what if there's other stuff? But if we get out of distracting ourselves with the crazy and into the creation and what we'd like to create, wouldn't, we, wouldn't it be cool to create, you know, a space where we all knew the gift that we were on the planet, we all acknowledged it, we all, yeah, like, just get the energy of that. Yeah. And get the energy of what you can contribute to that. And it might be something different for you. You don't have to go with the words that I talk about, but just get the energy. Like, what, what is it that you'd like to create on the planet? Yeah. And what if you're the only one who can do it? And I don't do that from a pressure point, but really from the place of like, hey, what actually is possible that we've never even considered? All right, on that note, we are going to end the show. Thank you so much for listening in, sweet friends. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And I so look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.